Christmas. Fuck Santa and his pedophile motherfucker. Damn it, motherfucker! Oh, oh, oh. This is totally inappropriate with. I have ascended. <laughs> I am now Shabazz Jupiter Moon Sunstar. Holy fucking shit. Andrew L. Case, co hosting this motherfucker. Buh, 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 you can find buh. me at opusmagonline.com. Read my articles. I get real black on that shit. Real First black. First of all, real black. It's the blackout like the blob. <laughs> um, make sure you go check that out. And I am. Jealous Cloud at Jealous Cloud on Twitter, and this is totally inappropriate. And we um fuck Santa Claus, one nigga. Fuck Christmas and fuck that pedophile ass nigga. Uh, first of all, I feel like all the priests and Catholic priests always put a belly on and try to grow a beard so they could uh get niggas on their lap. Is am I wrong? (laughs) Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that's the point. But what we really want to talk about is um, y'all don't believe in the real shit. <laughs> y'all don't believe. Do you think Jesus was born on December twenty fifth? No sir. No sir. No sir. Do you believe that a fucking Christmas tree had to do anything with Jesus? You bitch ass niggas. Mm-mm. No evidence. No proof. No proof. No evidence. No. Not, what do we know? Uh, uh, Drew, what do we know well, let's about talk Christmas about, and let's, its origins? Let's talk about jolly old Saint Nick. Let's talk about this bitch ass Nick. And I do, listen, let me tell everybody something. Do your research, do your Googles. It's Googleable. 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 Santa Claus and his pagan origins. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Saint, good old jolly mm-hmm. Saint Nick, the nigga mm-hmm. y'all love so much. Santa Claus is primarily linked to Saint Nicholas, the Greek bishop of Myra, mm-hmm. a Roman town in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Saint Nicholas <laughs> lived during the third and fourth century, so he's a real person. He is a real person, but now, we gotta walk that. We walk him through it. Walk now, him through it. Now, this is why the Christians love. Christmas so Even much. though Turkey is not a black a white person. He defended about. Christianity. He did, as he yeah. should. While while followers were being persecuted. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was imprisoned for many years until Constantine came to power and made Christianity the dominant religion in Roman Empire. So, in a way, Jolly Saint Nick was a martyr for Christianity. Okay. Okay. So I can see that. After he died, St. Nicholas became a patron saint of many groups, including sailors and entire nations, as National Geographic noted. However, two tales of his life led him to become the patron saint of children and a magical gift giver. You live long enough as a hero, you become what? A villain. Go Go ahead. Go ahead. One involves Bishop Nicholas giving three bags of gold to a father to save his daughters from pro- from prostitutes. <laughs> really? That's what you had? To- All right, go ahead. The other involves three boys who were murdered, dismembered, and pickled by the killer and innkeeper. I just want to point out what pickled is. Pickled is... <laughs> Put you <in> some <laughs> brine. <laughs> pickled is when you come... Uh, if you walk Disney... You taste different. 
<laughs> when you walk Disney, you come out that motherfucking cryogenic chamber green. <laughs> All right, but go ahead, brother. Nicholas prayed to God and resurrected the three boys, according to the story. Saint Nicholas is Jesus. Yo, okay, and you know what? It, that's the that's the funny <laughs> shit. Is y'all don't understand? Is that Jesus' story been told a thousand different times over and over again by different bo- people. by different people before Jesus even was. Anyway, right. I know this is the part where y'all feel a little weird about this shit. But this is the heavy part. Heavy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Between 1200 and 1500, gift giving celebrations took place on St. Nicholas Day, mm-hmm. which was originally Ooh. December Ooh. 6th. Ooh. Ooh. After the Protestant Ooh. Reformation, the Catholic saint lost prominence, but the tradition continued. Mm-hmm. This time, the gift giving was attributed to. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. Sweet baby in his manger. In his manger. <laughs> Since the infant could carry on only so many presents, mm-hmm. he was given a helper who encouraged children behave who encouraged good behavior from children and threatened them with kidnappings or whippings otherwise. Ain't who did the kidnappings? Who was that? Krampus. Who is Krampus? A lot of people don't know that Krampus is like the anti-Santa. What's his name though? What what is his real name in this? Is it the Grinch? No. No, what's his name? Krampus is Krampus. Krampus is Krampus? It's his own thing. What? He's old. So back in the day, it was a, it's, it's a bah humbug nigga without the name Grinch back in the day named Krampus. So Krampus pretty much embodied that the anti-Santa. Anti, okay. For bad kids. Alright. So the whippings didn't come from Santa because of course Santa ain't he loves Santa kids. ain't gonna love it. He love he, he loves the kids. kids more than he knows. But, but Krampus don't give a fuck about uh-huh. y'all bad kids. Exactly. So for the bad kids, the story of Krampus mm-hmm. was like this one eyed half demon. <laughs> so hold on, wait. <laughs> so when we go to heaven, it's Jesus a guy, and when we go to hell, it's Satan. So now, so now, when we do the uh, whatever the fuck that is, uh, right. Christmas, mm-hmm. it's oh, and we love Christmas presents, blah blah blah. But then there's the the Satan of Satan Christmas, of Christmas, holy who kidnaps Krampus. bad kids. So, that was, holy so that's shit. the story. So Krampus is spelled the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. Of, of, of the holiday seasons. Yeah. So okay. Krampus is spelled K R A M P U S. And for those who watch Adult Swim or my weed smokers out there who stay up <laughs> late to three, four o'clock in the morning, yes. they keep telling the story of Krampus yeah. right now. And holy they have cartoons shit. and stuff. I didn't um, even know about that. American Dad had a whole episode about, about Krampus. Wow. So that's in- Oh, you learned something else that I didn't know. Holy shit! I felt like I felt like I was in know about the fuck shit about uh, Christmas. But oh, it's so it's so many layers. It's so yeah. Many layers. So the layer cake also has what to it? It has um, gift giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, what we what we don't know about Christmas is that um, it it hid itself in the pagan. Holidays, meaning that Christians had to go to the pagans to survive because they were being persecuted all over the world. Mm-hmm. But the pagans were at one time bigger than the Christians. So what mm-hmm. they would do is the Christians would go to not just they not just with the pagans, but they went to the Muslims as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying uh, they went to the pagans and said, "Listen, we're we have the same similar ideas." And we want to be a part of you, basically. So what they did was combine paganism with Christianity. 
And that's why fucking Jesus had this uh, December 25th because mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't born December 25th, uh, no. Johnny. Um, number two, the reason why we have a fucking tree uh, is because of the winter solstice mm-hmm. from paganism. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why we have a fucking tree. And because it, what is it? It's because it's the fucking um, beginning of winter. Mm-hmm. Just like how you have the beginning of summer or what you call Easter mm-hmm. for the pagan holiday. So guess what? Christians have to fucking hide themselves in the pagans to be relevant once again in the future. But And all these are adapted by the Roman Catholics. Exactly. All these paganistic rituals. Think about the Catholics. Mm-hmm. Catholics the, the reason why the Catholic Church and, and Catholicism is so important. Catholics was the Trump of their time. You know why? Because they they was like, oh, come in. All right, what you said? All right, my nigga, you too. You? All right, you too, my nigga, what you said? That's all it was. It was the Trump of their time because they're saying, I'm not, I'm, uh, okay, I'm no fuck with it, but we gonna hear you out. Right. And that's what happened. It was a lot of, we it was don't something really they fuck gained. with it, but we, if we got something to get from, we gonna hear you right. out. That's and all the, it was. And, and the Catholics always, they, it's a lot of knowledge that they got from Africa. Exactly. Yo, we talk, so we, hold on, hold on. We about to get Black Lives Matter. I'm we sorry. We about to get into the... Because we didn't, we didn't get into the hotel. was coming out of me. It was coming out of me. It was coming out of me. I, I felt <laughs> like you should have did. You should have let the people know because it's been a while that you... It's been a long time since I've been hotel. A <laughs> hundred, uh, but all right. So, where did they get the gift given from? They got it from um, the three wise men. Mm. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Uh, where did they get the Yule log from? They got it from a pagan holiday. Used to um, uh, burn that shit for twelve days, and it's also a phallic symbol, like fucking everything else. So you gotta understand, it's we, a people, lot. Of, people love dicks, don't they? They do. <laughs> yo, in, in, yo, in history. Dicks is everywhere. <laughs> Dicks is Dicks is the uh what what's that shit? Uh it's Ladies Night at the Club. In history, Dicks is Ladies Night at the Club. Dicks is Dick Night at the right, Club for right, everything. Right. And you guys don't understand that shit. But what the fuck like when you go back in time and you look at statues, mm-hmm. everything is dicks. Lightweight, you know what I'm saying? It's like lightweight. Like yo, that's a another phallic symbol. If you look up phallic symbols, holy shit! Back in the day, H A L L I C, exactly. Spell and a lot of times (laughs) where it comes to resurrection, they're not talking about all right, I died and come back to life. What they was talking about is a dick and going in um, the vagina and having a human being out of that. And a lot of times when you see the phallic symbol, that's a hundred percent. It's not even debatable about what we was talking about back no. then. It was just like, yo, the dick is basically the resurrection um, right. symbolism. You right. know what I mean? And, and living forever, yeah. Right. And women are usually um, symbolic of water. So if you need a, if you see mm-hmm. the obelisk, there's an obelisk in DC. Holy shit! Go ahead. And it's directly over water, mm-hmm. and that's symbolic. I mean, I don't want to get too deep on y'all because that's all. We, that's not what and, we're here for. But we're right. here for to give you knowledge because. If we go too deep, guess what? We gonna be all fucking all all deep and back. If I tell you about the Masonic design of the, nah, I don't want exactly. Do that. We don't want to do that because do that. and it's going to give us more time for the next podcast because 
I, I got a lot of ideas for the, another podcast about this. But what we're talking about now is Christmas. Mm-hmm. And um, Christmas, I just want to know. I just want you guys to know that uh, marketing-wise, whew, holy shit. What so they did, money. It's so, so much money. money. Give me the money. Me the Can money. I have the money? Yeah, Give me the please. money. Please, where's the money? Please, please. please, please. So, Give me the money. So yeah. what happened was is that a lot of, uh, a lot of corporations get 50% of their whole profit mm-hmm. from Christmas and I believe in tradition I mean first of all fuck tradition but I believe in certain shit meaning that um, I'm a hypocrite I'm a hypocrite yes mm-hmm. I am but guess what fuck Christmas but I like a fuck a tree I like the smell of a tree in my house I like the smell of Real shit in my because I think that connects us to the earth, right? And we're part of the earth, we're actually a lot. Uh, everything that's in our being is from the earth, yeah. We're you made of what 47 different minerals, this exactly. But we're made of uh, two or three minerals that's part of the universe. That's just right, it's, yeah, yeah, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't right. be surprised, like right. holy this, shit, we made of carbon and all that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of composition. Like if you look up what composes a human body, and they give you the whole. It's list. not magical. It's not magical. <laughs> like it's, it's minerals. It's gold. Yeah. It's stardust. It's yeah. a whole bunch of yeah. shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, it's a, but it's main ingredients that make right. who we are. So what I'm trying to say is that um, I get it. I get how I get tradition, and I get why you feel the way you feel. But for me, I put it in perspective. Now, number one, I want to know what the fuck I'm believing in and why I'm believing in it. If I don't believe in it, guess what? I'm going to separate my belief from the feeling that I have. Right. And that's what I did. So for Christmas, it don't, for me, it's not, oh, my God, I want to celebrate Christ at his birth. And I want, you know what I like to celebrate? Pretty lights. You know what I like to celebrate? The Christmas tree smell of my fucking house. It's is a difference between yo. It's a difference between being a um a dumb nigga and an idiot. You know what I'm saying? And that sound deep right now, but I'll let y'all figure that out. <laughs> so the uh, side note. Right. This is the thing I wanted to talk about because I think they're going to think that we don't give a fuck about Christmas. So for me. I wanted to tell you my favorite Christmas um, memory mm. because I actually love Christmas. I just don't like people believing in Christmas for the bullshit that it is. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the war on Christmas. I don't right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. When people, you can't say happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas right. and then motherfuckers be like, oh, uh, it's Merry Christmas and a happy holiday. <laughs> Listen, first of all, that's PC shit that supposedly Donald Trump wasn't against. Now, my favorite Christmas memory, and I'll let you give time for you yeah. for your favorite Christmas. I already Christmas. got it. All right, all right. All right. So, all right. So for me, I think I was about ten years old. I'm living in San Francisco. It's me and my brother. He's three years younger than me. I'm probably like ten or eleven. Mm. Christmas is up in time today. The tree was eight foot eight foot tall to me, and I was about three foot nothing or four four foot nothing. Mm-hmm. But it was a beautiful thing, and um, one of my Christmas. I, I, hold on, let me go back to one of my Christmas uh, memories. Is that my grandmother came out for Christmas, and I maybe was about five, mm-hmm. and I cut my toe on a on a 
on a fucking uh, not ornament? a ball, not an ornament, but the hook for the ornament. Okay. And it cut my big toe, and I bled for like two days. And to this day, I can still see the fucking uh, cut on my toe, on my big toe, and that made me. Rem- it reminded me of the time that I had. And yo, I don't. I swear to God, I would never trade that scar for anything because it reminds me of that time. Now, maybe five, ten years later. Mm-hmm. I had decent Christmases with my fam, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you know when you get 16, 17, it ain't the same. Mm. So I'm like eight. I'm, so, I'm I'm like 11 years old. My brother like eight. We we asked for certain things, but when we came outside of our fucking room, it was magical. Mm. My brother, me and my brother had two bikes. One was blue, one was fucking burgundy. Guess what? It had a fucking matching jacket. Oh, the fucking bike, nigga! It had a matching jacket. Yo, I had a blue bike with a matching blue jacket on my fucking. My brother had a burgundy bike with a burgundy jacket. And then couldn't tell us motherfucking nothing. And then, like, we opened up, like, Two other presents. We was like, oh my God, this is the best present ever. Oh my God. My dad and my mom looked us in the iris. <laughs> and said, uh, you think that's it? I said, yo, excitement. <laughs> if I was busting nuts at that time, I would have fucking nutted up myself. But I was puppy water all that time. But look, I went behind my um the, the tree. And it was brown boxes behind the tree. Long brown boxes. I was like, what the fuck is this? And we opened it up. They they couldn't, obviously, uh, they didn't have enough gift wrapping for it. I right. don't know. It's but boxes. They, opened it, they had the boxes. And I had a fucking skateboard. Mind you, it was when skateboards was like, holy shit, this nigga got a skateboard. I got um, robbed for it. A Damn. year later, a year later, Damn. a year later, a year later. But it made me feel holy shit like Christmas is the shit. Like, never, I would never disrespect Christmas. Now, come to find out years later, maybe 15 years later, mm. I go back to Cali. Me and my dad walking down the block, and we talking. He was like, hey, um, this where I this where I found the um, money to get y'all the bikes. I said, "What you mean?" He was like, "Yeah, I was walking down the block, and he kicked uh, a envelope. The envelope had mad money in it. <laughs> Your dad stole somebody else's. My crib. dad found the money. He was JJ. That nigga found the money." And gave us the best Christmas we ever had. And to this day, I'm a grown-ass man in my 30s. And I feel the shit for Christmas. And I understand what Christmas is about. But I also understand why, where the origins of Christmas was. Now, you can this is the thing that I have an issue with. Is that just because you know the origins of Christmas doesn't mean that you can't celebrate Christmas. And we got to differentiate the two uh, situations. Now, brought up. What's your best Christmas? Um, my best Christmas was sometime in the nineties, and uh, this Christmas was it was funny. My brother brought a big box. How old is your brother? My older brother, you or younger? Older than me. 
Okay, yeah, I'm the much, youngest of five. So how much? How much older would you a say? A lot older. Okay. Like, I, 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 I was the, like an uh, uncle brother. Uncle yeah, brother? I was the maybe baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have this baby. I don't know, maybe. You know what I mean? Nah, nah, maybe. Nah, nah, nah. But, but they had you. Here okay. I am. Yes, yes, yes. So my brother You're the miracle baby. Don't do yeah. that. You're a miracle baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm the miracle. You're the miracle baby. So my brother's, you know. A good amount of years older than me, and mm-hmm. he came home. We used to work at the Wiz. Now you mm-hmm. can tell us a while ago because the Wiz. Holy don't exist. shit! Because the Wiz is done for the, for the for the youngins. I'm not talking. I'm not saying millennials because we're millennials. Some people younger than that. What are they? Project Why? I don't know what to call it though. We for the youngins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who don't know about the Wiz before yeah. Best Buy. Before Tower, before right, or maybe around right the time of Tower and right. Best Buy or whatever, we had the Wiz. So the mm-hmm. slogan was "Nobody Beats the Wiz." Wiz. And mm-hmm. my brother used to work at the Wiz, mm-hmm. and he brought home a sound system and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So one year he brought home a box wrapped. I remember it was wrapped in red and gold uh, uh, wrapping, and he mm-hmm. said, "This gift is for your mom." I said, "What is?" It? He said, "You know, I want to tell you it's a surprise. We'll see your mom, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it in a closet in the hallway." I'm like, "Cool." Mm-hmm. My mom got a gift, whatever mm-hmm. for Christmas. And I'm a kid, and I got my gifts. And they were like, little shit. Things like, man, eh, I'm cool. From the Wiz? No, no, just... This is oh, general, in general. Okay, Christmas okay. Day. Oh, so, you know, I got my gifts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was happy, but I was kind of like, eh, I felt kind of mm-hmm. disappointed. So my brother was like, yo, go in the hallway and get that box. I'm like, for mom? He's like, yeah. I said, oh, yeah, mom, we got another gift. So I got the box, and he was mm-hmm. like, wait, wait, wait. That's not for mom. I know. I looked at the box and had a little um the card on it. He's look at the card. Look at the card. It said to Andrew. I was like, <laughs> like this is for me. So <laughs> you felt special. What? So I unwrapped the gift mm-hmm. and it was a Nintendo. Negro Damas. Holy. And my Nintendo shit. had Super Contra. Don't do that. And don't he, do that. And um, don't do that. A uh, Super Spike volleyball. So you had it maybe a year or two after I got it. But I got it like a year after it right. got popping. I didn't get it with the gun. I got it with like... I got it with the gun. Right. And, and then Mario. I, you already know. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. right. B.A. Select, select, start. All right. right. Go ahead. Me, basically, we played Super Contra. Mm-hmm. This is, the, this is why it's the best. You keep calling it Super Contra. It was Super Contra. Contra. It was Contra. Contra. It was Super Contra. Okay, okay. We played Super Contra all night. Till the adapter got hot. You remember when you played for Nintendo for like an hour Nigga. or so got hot? Hold on. Go ahead. We played I don't the Nintendo. Say this horrible. We did it. We did We did it dirty. Like, and, and mind you, when you, back, I don't know about, so again, got to talk to the youngest. When talk we played the games, there was uh-huh. no save points. It was no, like was at no, this point, all right, Baba, it was right. start over. You ha- and you, you died, and you ran out of continue. It was a wrap. to start over. And they don't understand that. Right. And they don't, it's like they don't understand non-Wi-Fi. Right. Like, it's different. And one of the first games that had save points, was, mm. I think it was Zelda. And it had like, and the save point was this big old switch uh-huh. that you would click over. <laughs> so, so it saves. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody, like your little brother, clicked it back it's a wrap. and put it in, it's your a entire shit was lost. So we They played, don't understand They don't understand it. They don't even understand why you you say right. it. Like, they don't understand <laughs> They have to Google it. Yeah. We played Super Contra for at least five, six hours. The whole system was burning hot. The adapter, this big black fucking, um, uh, uh, what's it, what kind of adapter it was? Like, like how you, like how you charge a drill, like a power drill. <laughs> I don't know. It was big black square. And yeah. Had like, yeah. And you had to unscrew yeah, the yeah, back yeah. of the TV. Yeah, to it was a, yeah. 
A spooky. Greatest Christmas ever. I, ever. Because it was the fact that my brother took the time out to think about me mm-hmm. and prepare me for... It didn't prepare mm-hmm. me for this gift. And then my Christmas felt like it was empty. Mm-hmm. And then I got the greatest gift I ever got. It was the greatest Christmas ever Exactly, had. exactly. And, you know... And so that's, I, I feel that's you similar. on the That's similar with me. Yeah. I feel Same you on the sentiment. sentiment. What people want to understand... Kind of, again, and I'm, we make the whole tap jokes and whatever mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But what people understand... If you don't know your history, mm-hmm. if you don't research anything, yeah. that doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you ignorant. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't put 100% of your faith belief into something you haven't researched. And I understand that concept of faith is to just go into things unwavering and just yeah. listen to everybody. But that's being manipulated. Mm-hmm. If everything has an origin, and for the things that we don't know exists or it doesn't have origin, it takes time. So you may not find out today, but this information about Christianity and religion and mm-hmm. Christmas has been available to anybody who was looking and for it. And this is so. the second thing I wanted to tell y'all is that ignorance doesn't necessarily mean evil. Right. It doesn't mean, it doesn't equate to evil. Right. Uh, just because you're ignorant, if I call you ignorant or somebody calls me ignorant, mm. It's not the same thing as being evil or a negative person. It just means that that you don't know about certain things. And a lot of stuff, uh, you know, it's a lot of shit that we don't fucking know right. about. We're ignorant so for me, I'm not ignorant as far as the origin of Christmas. But guess what? I still give a fuck about giving to mm-hmm. others that I give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. And I understand, like, holy shit, maybe I might be fucked up for the next couple of months because I want to give to the people I love to but tradition for me personally a lot of tradition is bullshit but this is one of the times where I can say yo don't be one of those parents yeah, who I, sit I there and say be. I know about Christmas and the mm-hmm. origin we mm-hmm. don't celebrate Christmas around mm-hmm. this house And but you send your kids to public school out on the street there's mm-hmm. commercials about it and you gotta explain to your kids every year why Christmas is bullshit instead of saying look we know it's bullshit uh-huh. but I don't want you to feel left out. Exactly. (laughs) And you know what it is? For me, uh, Christmas is shaming people into paying it forward. Right. All you got to (laughs) do is pay it forward. Mm -hmm. And good things will come from that. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about was... Nigga, 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 nigga. Nigga, shit. Uh, the first nigga shit I want to get into is you, Soldier Boy. Tell him this, big soldier. Yo, holy shit! Do you know that this nigga went to jail after he was on social media putting out guns and doing all this other shit, threatening Quavo, threatening Shia LaBeouf, and having holy shit and having random and drinking lean and high little motherfucker. This nigga thinks somebody is snitched on. (laughs) He thinks he's acting like somebody snitched on him. For going to jail. They went to his house, arrested him because they found a motherfucking gun in his house. Mm-hmm. When you look at the pictures, I, matter of fact, I'll put the pictures on as a link into this shit because that nigga looked like he was all scared straight. <laughs> he looked like he was on the best episode of Scared Straight ever. He was handcuffed to a nigga that looked like, uh, you, you mean boss? Is it me boss? He looked like. <laughs> <laughs> 
not Ving Rhames, the Michael Clark Green Dun- Mile. He, yeah, yeah, Green Mile. He was with Green Mile with a. He was handcuffed to Green Mile with a fucking uh, a big ass beard. <laughs> he was uh, beard gang Green Mile nigga. So what I'm trying to say is that nobody told on nobody told on Soldier except Soldier. Number Soldier two. Soldier was in his own bubble, and then his bubble got popped. And maybe he might talk tough, but my nigga, there's no way that you feel your name is Big Soldier, and you're 26 years old, 27 years old, and you were standing next to the nigga that could take your life right then and there, <laughs> bare hands. Big old green you not old Big Soldier, fam. You're um what you are. And you know what? I don't want to disrespect that man as a man because maybe he did some shit that I don't know about. Supposedly, I mean, not supposedly. Um, it's on record that he killed somebody that um, ran in his crib, and they were trying to steal. Blah blah blah. He had a, he had the gun. He did some Gucci Mane shit. Shot the blah blah blah. But now, does that mean forever you get street cred? No, you're only as good as the last person you killed. Yeah. I mean, you can't. For me, it's just you're not tough, threatening Shia LaBeouf. You can't. You, I mean, not Bow Um, Shia LaBeouf. What's up, a nigga name? Who? It was Quavo. Oh, Sean Quavo. Nixon. He, yo, this nigga gave props to everybody. In he gave props to Offset. He gave props to the nigga with the um fucked up eyes. Um, Fetty? and then huh? Fetty? No, uh, no, 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 not Fetty. Um, Offset and. If y'all listen to this, y'all know who I'm talking about. And the Migos talking about. Yeah, yeah, Oh, it's yeah, Offset yeah, yeah. Quavo and the... um the Nigga with the fucked up eyes yeah. that nobody know. Yeah. His eyes is fucked up. He with know. the biggie eyes. Anyway. <laughs> oh. What I'm saying is that Soldier Boy was like, Oh, I'm not saying fuck them, but fuck Quavo. Yeah. Fuck Ke- the old Quavo is the fucking Beyonce of... <laughs> The Beagles, my nigga. There is no Beagles without Quavo, nigga. If offset the fucked up eye, nigga, try to make a, a duet song. Nobody's going to listen to that song, fam. Let's not do that. I feel what you're doing, but I don't feel what you're doing. So, Oh, take off. Is take that- off. Take off. Take off. Take off. His eyes took off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Um, yeah, uh, fuck you and fuck what you stand for. And my fuck nigga, your like, purple gun, you dumbass nigga. That was actually the weirdest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um, second thing is... Oh, it was nigga day at Trump Tower. Oh, God. Can we go through the list of... And we're going to leave... Who we respect at the end. So let's go to number one. Kanye. Kanye. Kool. Nigga, I've never heard that before in my life and I love it. <laughs> Kanye West oh, went to Trump Tower after he said he was going to uh, be president in 2020. Yeah, 2020. And then the nigga um, went to the loony bin. He came out and he had the bloated face and he looked like one of the niggas from um, Demolition Man with the, uh, <laughs> with the gold with the blood man. head. I, I, said. Was, I was saying he looked like one of the uh, the villains in the media, man. He was a no, golden no. lord. He was a golden no. lord. <laughs> All he needed was, yo, he was yo. a golden lord. Let me tell you something about Kanye. Go man. ahead, please. And I love Kanye. He's a very polarizing figure. I love the old Kanye. You want the new Kanye. You I like Kanye, Kanye, period. Uh-huh. But the problem I'm having with Kanye is he needs help. And and we're not... When when J. Mm-hmm. Cole dropped 
um, false prophets, he made it very clear. We keep calling him a genius, and we need to stop. We need to let go of that title. I know he's, he's been talented. calling himself this, but we no, in a rap. What he said, I'm too. doing, I'm doing, um, I'm doing pretty well as far as genius, genius go. go. But in that rap, if you look at what um, he's talking about, he's talking about creatives. Creatives do have that situation where um, where they go outside the bubble so much that mm-hmm. the bubble becomes fucking out of space. Right. And I have a friend like that. And you know what? One of my friends and a couple of people that's going to hear this going to know who the fuck I'm talking about. My friend, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't want all the uh, social shit on him. Like the social expectations on him, the people, the perceptions of other people on him. And he mm-hmm. said, you know, I'm going to live the life, my life how I want to do it at some point. But then, it started getting to the point where I didn't understand any of the moves he was making. And then he became to the point where he was, everything he was doing was unexpected to the, to the point where I couldn't be around him because I didn't know, maybe I might be a victim of mm-hmm. him thinking something that's out of the box. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just like, whatever. And then he'd be like, you know what? You're the problem. And then fucking ask me in the head. You know what I'm saying? So uh, people fear what they don't understand. For me, right. I didn't understand him. And that's maybe partially on my fault. But for a long time, I thought I knew what he was into. Mm-hmm. And then he just, at some point, it slowly but surely turned into something else. And I think Kanye not necessarily has the same... Thing that he went to, but it's parallel to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Kanye, I think <clears throat> once Kanye said, and I don't want to blame them, I don't people blame the Kardashians, but I we knew where he wanted to be when he aligned themselves with the Kardashians. He wanted to be a lap dog or yeah. an equal to white folk. And he got a, a lot of rude awakenings. This is a he picture. Wanted, yo, I saw, hold on, this I is saw. A picture with the white dude, like, uh, I don't know what the word attaboy. You know, somebody you attaboy. attaboy. Yeah, yeah, but he had his hand on his face, yeah. and I'm looking at that picture. I said, "That's what Kanye wanted to be in this position." So this bad. is a funny thing that I, the one of the best tweets I ever thought saw about Kanye is that him and Trump is in the same boat where they want to be validated by people that are already validated. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they're they want to be validated by the people that nope who the fuck they are mm-hmm. and know what their place is and they're still trying to get that validation from those type of people and um I 100% feel what you want, want to say about Kanye and I feel like he made a 360 but I also think about this Kardashian women know how to find broken men True. they look yo True. it's yo I don't know what it is but they seem to see something beyond the exterior of the man that they're dealing with where mm-hmm. they can see the hurt mm-hmm. and the pain and the uh, the the brokenness of a man. Now, if you, we go down the line, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner was the manliest man on planet Earth. He was Usain Bolt. He was Flojo. He was a... He was, he was everything. He was a weedy. He was weedy. He was Gold everything. For, yeah. But guess what? Women loved him. It, they loved him with us and his beautiful hair. And now what his beautiful hair is doing? Being um, gay than the motherfucker. Uh, this totally gay. inappropriate. We say that. I don't think he gay. He's not gay. He just, he's just gay. <laughs> but no, he's not gay, but he gay. You know what I'm saying? It's... A, it's 
You know what I'm saying? So like, many, not... There's so many This levels. is the problem is that when people say gay, I think people are always trying to assume that we're talking about um negative way. Though, Bruce Jenner is gay than a motherfucker. It don't have nothing to do with, like, you get beat up. Or maybe Bruce Jenner could knock niggas the fuck out. I'm I just saying he's gay. It like he been in the gym lately. Exactly. So now, we're going down to never... Thing. We go down to the next level. It's Scott Disick. Scott Disick went through it. That nigga went through some shit to fuck with Courtney, right? Mm-hmm. Chloe. Lamar Odom. Oh, that nigga. That Who nigga, hasn't Chloe? Chloe's nigga, the kid. Chloe was fucking um, uh, Jerome Biggums for a while. You know what I'm saying? She was literally putting, letting Jerome Biggums give her the penis. <laughs> Now, we go to Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian obviously knows niggas' weak points. She's like, you know what? I see. Like, she look at athletes and be like, yo, I see the weakness in him. Mm -hmm. And then she gets him. And I feel like that's the problem that I have with it is that I feel like Kim Kardashian looks at black men as pawns. Like, I don't give a... Like, I might not could get a billionaire white man, Mm -hmm. but I can get me a... Whoever the fuck that's black, I can get him. Who's doing this? Who's yeah, going on, going on the uprise. On, on the uprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then any superstar athlete, black, I can get him. And then that's what I feel like is the fucked up part about us is that Kim Kardashian shouldn't be saving niggas. Like, like, like. Just think about it. Like, yo, me and my girl, we laid up, we talking. And she'd be like, would you leave me for Kim Kardashian? She's sticking in her head. Yeah. Like, right. yo, I can understand you leaving me for Kim Kardashian. Right. Nigga, I'm a man. I'm, yo, I didn't settle for you. I didn't settle for you. Kim Kardashian can't come along and whisk me away on the fucking, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on a golden chair. Yeah. Like, There's no down. Kim Kardashian in the equation. If I don't feel the way about her now, I don't feel about her next week or the week after. Because I'm not a weak man. But a lot of times I feel like, just like with Chris Humphreys, his ex was saying, oh, um, we used to look at Kim on a, uh, on TV and he'd be like, yo, that's, that, yo, she mad dumb and blah, 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 right. and like whatever, whatever. Now, it could, it could be taken off. He might want to get points from his woman, mm-hmm. but I look at it as a weak man. Right. Trying to, you know what I mean? Like, yo. Trying to compensate for exactly. his, his, and then his get, losses. And then you get fucking, um. And then you get taken in by fucking poison ivy and shit. You know what I'm saying? You look in her eyes and be like, and you forget what the fuck your purpose was as a man. (laughs) Now, we didn't get to Kunye. I mean, we didn't get, no, no, no. We got to Kunye. We didn't get to Ray Lewis going to Trump. Um, First of all, we already made a show show about Ray Lewis. Now, the the thing about uh, Ray Lewis is that I don't like... Is that the nigga think that everything that he did is point? Because uh, a merit a meritocracy means that um the best get the best. You know what I'm saying? The best yeah. go from the bottom to the top. That's a meritocracy. And Ray Lewis went through it through football, which yeah. is actually a true thing. But he's applying that to regular motherfuckers that's in the hood. Mm-hmm. Now Ray Lewis is. The creme, creme de la creme, mm-hmm. and he thinks that yeah, I know you, I know you got asthma, I know you got one lung, but if you you can make it to the top, no, right. my nigga. Sometimes 
is they could do what they could do. And Ray Lewis is one of the motherfuckers that's competitive and always been on the winning side of the ball. He don't understand outside of his perspective, things are different. Mm. So for him, it's like, yo, I go to see Trump. Um, maybe he's a winner. I'm a winner. We could both uh, figure this shit out together. I just don't like the fact that it looks like a nigga's going over there to um, kiss the ring. Mm-hmm. That shit hurt my feelings. Is that it looked like nigga day. It looked like Ray Lewis, Kanye, and um, Jim Brown. That was Jim fuck Brown. Let me listen. Go ahead. And I'll tell you, and I we could go through why Jim Brown is that. I won't even say nigga. This is no, Jim Brown is Jim, that man. Jim Brown is a grown man. The thing about Jim Brown, Jim Brown symbolized he, black masculinity. Yeah. For a while. For a long time. For In a the long 60s, time. what happened? They wanted him to do a movie, and um it uh, the Cleveland Browns owner said, and this is documented, that Jim Brown said, you know what? I'm about to do uh uh, the Dirty Dozen movie, mm. and then um, I'm going to have to come back at this time. And the Cleveland Browns owner said, "No, you need to be back at this time." And he's like, "Yo, Jim Brown was at the apex of his career," mm-hmm. and he said, "You know what? I don't want nobody talking to me like that." Even though Jim Brown also said the three most influential people in his life was three white men. Mm-hmm. He said at that point, he was like, yo, listen, I don't want nobody talking to me like I'm the fucking, you know what I mean? The 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 um the slave out in the fields picking cotton. Mm. So he bucked them and said, you know what? I don't need to come back. And he didn't come back. And then he ended up being a black exploitation film star. Star and then he uh, and then he went activist. to this. Uh, no, but his activism should not be downplayed. His no, activism that's what I'm saying. It's incredible. Right. Jim Brown mm-hmm. Jim Brown left mm-hmm. football at the height of his career to go like serve. Like Barry Sanders. It's like Barry to, Sanders. No, no, not even that. To go serve in the military. Mm-hmm. And then came back and was still the best athlete Everything. running back. Whatever no, no, you no. call him. MVP. The MVP. Right. Yeah. So he was the epitome of black masculinity, and he didn't take no shit, and he spoke out. He was on panels with um, Dick Gregory when they was doing mm-hmm. a whole movement, and they were asking him. Maybe a couple of years ago, they asked Jim Brown, would you put, uh, I think it was LeBron or whatever. And he, I think he said something bad about LeBron. Plus, he didn't want to meet up. Yeah, he was like, right. yo, you can't meet up and be. Uh, but this is the thing about Jim Brown that people don't realize, yo. Jim Brown was the first black man on screen to have a sex scene with a white woman. What? Jim Brown had a sex scene with Raquel Welsh in a movie, and he was the first fucking black man to ever do that shit. Now, whatever he said about Trump, which is fucking disconcerting. This is what I'm going to read about. I have to understand that Jim Brown sees some shit. Maybe that I don't want to see. Maybe that I don't see about Trump. But... I'm still going to keep my antennas up about this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Jim Brown said two things. What did he say? Jim Brown. These are two quotes. Yeah. Jim, quote, I fell in love with him because he really talks about helping black people. That's one quote. Mm-hmm. Other quote is, Donald Trump is different. For years, the presidency have been like a smooth ride and nothing really dramatic has happened. But with him, every day is full of energy. Things are going to happen. Let me explain... The, Jim Brown is 80, by the way. But go ahead. Right. Let me explain the surface of this quote. Mm-hmm. 
Donald Trump is different, which is correct. He is different. Oh, different in the sense that he's not a he's not a politician. Mm-hmm. That's what all the idiots gravitated to. Mm-hmm. But when he said, for the years the presidency has been like a smooth ride and nothing really dramatic has happened, that downplays the past two years of black America from Trayvon to whoever. And not then, just the two. But go ahead. I mean, it's more. I'm just yeah, saying yeah, from, it's from a lot one more. It's a lot more. It's a lot more. But when he says nothing really dramatic has happened, but with him, every day is full of energy. You know what having a badass kid around is? A badass kid, you got to watch him. Every mm-hmm. day is different. It doesn't mean it's good. Yo. It doesn't mean it's good. Yo, you know what's so funny, though? This is the funny shit. Is that I literally just said on Twitter, at Jealous Cloud. Um, I literally said the two my two favorite people to hang around is um, misogynistic lesbian and a five year old with no guidance. <laughs> and I think Jim Brown got sucked up by the five year old with no, no guidance because that's what you're, like so super fun to be around right. and they listen to everything you got to say because they don't they are listening to the basic they you don't when you. T- just like how Trump talked to people, he mm. talks to, to them in a primitive language. Right. He talks to the basics. And I think mm-hmm. that's what really hit the core of Jim Brown. But also, we got to talk about Jim Brown. Jim Brown as being an 80-year-old man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the one to say this, but maybe he's in the beginning of losing his shit. Maybe. I don't know. I think what it is. Because from a human being, we see that... This motherfucker's a liar. Yeah, but go ahead. But I think I know what it is. 13% of black males voted for Trump. That's what the out, uh, the out vote or whatever it's called. Exit polls were saying. 13%. Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of women voted for Clinton. Clinton and a lot of women were mad that men voted for uh, Trump. Trump is pandering to masculinity and the ability to say and do whatever. And there are some black men who feel like they fall under the umbrella of white masculinity. Mm -hmm. And I think because Jim Brown probably in his in his private life has probably said, (coughs) fuck them faggots. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you Jim Brown probably says. I'm pretty sure Jim Brown said fuck them faggots at some point. So if he says Donald Trump is full of energy and all that stuff, I believe him. I think Mm -hmm. if Trump if I hung out with Trump for a weekend, I probably have a different view on Trump. I guarantee. I'm pretty sure because that he has mean, a lot of money. But that doesn't reflect what he's doing as far. And I don't. We're not about to turn this into a Trump po- right. podcast. We, but what I'm just saying is that the people that he's picking in the cabinet does not reflect right. what he wants to do as far as right. the presidency. Right. Because uh, the people that he's picking in the cabinet, it reflects as. Uh, He's picking loyal people and the people that's willing to change the narrative. Meaning that what he what happened in the uh, in the in the campaign was is that Trump say some shit and then he uh, tells he dictates to his minions make that true. So he'll say, "Listen, I don't feel this way about something." And guess what? They'll be like, "Well, we got to question it." Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the minions that he. Put out there. So now, at the end of the day, that's what we're dealing with is somebody that's trying to fill his cabinet with people that's going to uh, push the same narrative, whatever narrative it is, true or false, that Trump says. And it's so fucking 
weird that we have to uh, go through this. But I think that it's going to be a cleansing at um, some point. And I feel like that Trump is not going to make it through his uh, four year term without being challenged. And I'm talking when I say challenge, I'm talking about challenge for the presidency. And then Mike Pence is is he doesn't have the fucking um, the swag to ever be president. Mike Pence is going to get shut down like Gerald Ford did. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, what we're going to talk about is the next thing. I bet that's Is. We was going to go with. All right. So I just want to point this out. Right. So there was feminists on fucking Breakfast Club talking about. Uh, Twitter feminists. Let's be clear. Twitter, Twitter feminists. All that, right. That real. But I feel like we dismiss them. We call them Twitter feminists. But is there a feminist whatsoever? They're black. Tw- I'm calling the spade a spade. Twitter, Twitter feminists. Spade. All right. All right. right. And they get actually a case online. If you mad, get at why me. not? Why not? Why not? Um, this was the thing that I had a problem with. Right. So uh, it might not have been necessarily their fault, but the. Trailer for whatever the fuck there was um their interview was is that they said black men under fifty is the second most um uh was a death black rate? women between fifteen and twenty four no that's the actual shit we talking about what they said under fifty uh black men is the second most reason why black women die oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so I looked at the CDC and it said. Uh, 14 to 25 and then I looked at all ages for black women and it didn't make the top 10 meaning that the top 10 the 10th most was 2% meaning that it was under 2% but for them they made it seem like black men was out here all day Killing All night women. just killing black women we're the, we're the second you know what I'm saying because reason. we didn't go in depth about you don't throw something out there like that and then don't go in depth about why you're saying that, number one, and put it in context, number two. Or so, quote sources, number three. Yes. And they didn't quote any sources. And they didn't quote any sources. So it's almost it like, up. yo, it's almost like the Trump situation where Trump says shit with, um, he says it with uh, dignity. You know what I'm saying? The, the, he says foul shit so real that you got to be like, I mean, the nigga said it the right way, but it's not the way you say it. It's what you're right. saying. And in this context. Yeah, exactly. So when you go back and look at it, it's like, oh, that's not actually the real shit. And that kind of like fucked me up. But we're not going to go in depth about that because it wasn't that serious. It just was something that pissed me off. Now, Dylan Roof, who's the number one racist on um, social media? Social media is... Dylan, 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 and Dylan. <laughs> yo, this is the only thing I wanted to talk about, Dylan, really, is, yo, when Dylan, the same people that was talking about, Trump is not racist, Trump is blah, 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 Trump is not racist, the same people, when Dylan Roof killed all them black people in the church, you know what they said? It wasn't race motivated. It wasn't racially motivated, and they gave me statistics. You know what they said? They said 30% of his the people that he f- have his friends on Facebook, they're black. So, there's no way. Number two, what else did they say? They said that... um He's a black friend, best friend. His best friend on world star fucking hip-hop was like, no, he couldn't be. 
But guess what? We just looked at his fucking um court transcript. What did he say? The same shit. Sorting the same. He's um he's looking at the same site Donald Trump looking at. Where eighty? Where is it? A uh, a crazy amount of black people is killing mm-hmm. white people. Mm-hmm. It's not white on white crime. It's black on black crime, and then it's black on white crime. Right. And Donald Trump retweeted that shit, same Dylan Roof shit, and nobody fucking talk about that shit. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that really hurt my soul, man. And Dylan Dylan Roof, he's gonna get the Soldier Boy treatment, and uh, he's not even gonna get the Soldier Boy. He gonna get the Dylan Roof treatment. Holy shit! Damn. I feel like Suge Knight might get uh uh. He, he, what's that shit? Not repercussion. Um, Suge Knight might be retribution. Yeah, for, retribution for who? For fucking Dylan uh, Roof. I think Suge Knight should get the same sale with Dylan Roof. Suge Knight with a bad back, not Suge Knight like no. Mike Tyson. Suge Knight like, oh, I got on my strength. I just think like Dylan Roof should get a chance. I think Dylan Roof before he get fucked, he get a, he should get a chance by whoever is with him in a cell. And they Suge put, Knight with a bad back. They put Dylan Roof go ahead in a cell, and that and one of these images surrounded by guards, like he's the fucking Joker. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you about. <laughs> and this is a, a, a side kid. note. Side note is that they do the same thing. <laughs> They do the same thing with fucking detainees from Guantanamo. They make it seem right. like they're too fucking dangerous right. to come to America to be in a maximum right. security cell. But go ahead. They put this kid in one of those glass enclosures with like four guards. Like he Hannibal. Like, like this. he's Hannibal. All he did was the mask. <laughs> All he did was mask. And be like, you know what I mean? Let me tell you what Dylan Roof is. Dylan Roof is a punk ass, pussy ass white boy. Who made the mistake of not letting his privilege flourish until he's older. And that's what it was. To be a race soldier. Mm -hmm. Because that's what he was going to be. He was going to be a cop or a sheriff or something like that. Exactly. But instead, he took it upon himself to go to a church and kill nine innocent black people. So, America is now painting this whole narrative and picture of him being the villain and also the victim. He's being humanized. Humanized. Mm -hmm. So... This is what I want. And somebody made a great point. Dylan Roof doesn't deserve the death penalty. Dylan Roof should live all his, the rest of his days in non-protective custody and get his ass fucked up. All the shit. I don't want that. I don't no, want that. I want the rigors of the system to, to hurt him. You know what? Because I want <laughs> because to, it might I get changed if the white if it happens to the white right. Man. I want him to. I want to interview 25, 30 years later and speak with him because we kill him now. Mm-hmm. The story completely changes if we sentence this teenager to death. That's it. We need and you know death row. He'll be on death row for yeah, four, yeah, four yeah, five, yeah, six, seven, eight years. And then he'll be in solitary confinement. Right, and be in solitary. No, no, we don't want that. We don't need none of that. Put him in the general population. Let him like go. They did through, Gucci. Right. Let him Gucci. go. Let him go through the rigors mm-hmm. of being incarcerated. Mm-hmm. Interview him twenty years later and see who he is. And if he's the same person, kill him then. <laughs> Yo, you got your thing and I got my thing. My thing is that I actually want like a um a video of Dylan Roof as far and follow him through his progress through um maximum security prison and i just want a video of him 
actually giving into a black man, giving his booty up, and, <laughs> and riding him and enjoying no. it, and then we put it out as a fucking portal. And I feel like what? once that happens, that you know, white supremacy is gonna get taken down three notches. Anyway, R.I.P. Greg Sager, love you, brother. Craig Sager.